Hello and welcome to the fourth episode from About Me. My name is Shayla and I was diagnosed with a functional neurological disorder, which means that there is an issue with my brain and nervous system and there is no cure. The medical world don't seem to understand it and are very dismissive. My symptoms mimic a brain tumour, MS and ME and fibromyalgia. I started this podcast to help raise awareness because I realised that there is still a lot of misconceptions around chronic illnesses and illnesses where the symptoms don't show up on scans, i.e. MRI scans, your blood tests come out fine. Um, There's so much that needs to be done in terms of research and there's charities like FND Hope. Um, There's websites like neurosymptoms.com or .org, can't remember, brain fog, um, that give you information and there are things in the pipeline um, from certain specialists, but I don't think it's enough. So I started this as a project to keep me going, although I've had to retrain my brain by volunteering in a warehouse, a cafe, a food bank, learning how to read and write, um, how to hold a pen again, walking in a straight line and so on. But you would never be able to tell by looking at me. You would often think she looks quite healthy or well, she was fine one day, why is she not okay today? And that's the thing with this illness. You don't know what symptoms you're going to get. You don't know the flare-ups you'll have. And it's very um, unpredictable. But anyway, I hope you'll join me on this journey of recovery because I hope this won't be like this forever and that Even if I don't go back to my old self, I get to a better place for me. So in the previous podcasts, I've spoken about mental health, um, physical health, touched on diet a little bit, and hopefully I'll have guests on here. (laughs) As I record this, I've not published any of my podcasts yet. Um, I'm still building the websites and looking to launch, but hopefully when you're listening to this, um, things will be out there, fingers crossed. So I wanted to talk about, I suppose, awareness. Now, for me, joining a Facebook group um, with people who have FND changed the game a lot because I learned from people who have full-on experience And it gave me a place to vent. It gave me an opportunity to speak without being judged. And I've made a lot of virtual friends during a pandemic where I have felt very isolated. But something else that has helped me is watching films and documentaries that touch upon rare diseases. Some people might find that triggering. Others may find it helpful And for me, I have been on a Netflix binge and watched quite a lot. 
Um, in my previous life, I didn't do that. I just watched like Neighbours and Home and Away and Gogglebox and that was pretty much it. And I'd watch the odd film around Christmas, like Home Alone 2. Um, but I wouldn't really watch like TV shows. Like everyone would ask me, what did you watch on Netflix? What are you currently watching? And I didn't really have an answer and often felt left out because I was just too busy working and trying to run a business. But since becoming ill and not knowing what to do with myself, I have spent a lot of time on Netflix and watching lots of documentaries and scrolling through YouTube quite a lot. So I wanted to go through some of the things that I've watched and some of the podcasts I've um, listened to and see if it might help people. So one of the first um, films that I watched was um, Brain on Fire. So Brain on Fire is actually about a true story. And I saw it advertised on Netflix and it showed someone with a brain disease. Um, I think the actress is called Chloe. I can't remember her surname. Again, brain fog. Um, But it just showed how there could be something wrong with someone. But there's a system that everyone has to follow and all these specialists and although they they're really smart like they're following a system like the scan said it's fine so you go to therapy because it's clearly psychological and in your head and once you've passed that then you must have a issue with your diet or party like I often got asked you know, do you drink and what's your lifestyle like? And I was like, I've never had alcohol in my whole entire life. So that can't be the problem. So then it's like, well, um, oh, you know, it must be your physical health. Oh, just rest. Oh, just chill out. You're just stressed. It's just stress. Um, you know, we live in a hectic world at the moment and it's all go, go, go. So you just need to learn to switch off and tell yourself you're okay and you'll be okay well a year on and I'm not okay (laughs) I may be better like mentally and accepting of this rare condition but it doesn't mean I'm okay and that my symptoms have all gone and they may come back and it's something I'm having to learn to live with which is again still triggering and um challenging to live with but in this film they go through how, although someone is suffering, she's um, like diagnosed with bipolar, even if she doesn't have that, they just go with it. And the pain she goes through and it's almost like, oh, we've done every test, let's send her to a psych ward. Because that could be the only option. There's nothing else that can be done. And I saw this meme um, a couple of months ago, which said that if you have a rare condition or symptoms in TV shows, they do everything they can to find out what it is and investigate it. In real life, 
he's dismissed. It's like, what happened? Oh, no, you'll be fine. Go home. See ya. And you, you're sort of like dismissed and made to feel like such a burden. So I guess this film does show what people go through. And I've encouraged friends and family to watch it. And those who have FND or ME or fibromyalgia or any other chronic illness to watch that and know that they're not alone. Now, this lady who went through this was based on a true story. Um, they actually found out that she had one of the rarest brain conditions in the world. Now, just imagine that you have something wrong with you and people are just saying, oh, it's bipolar, oh, go to a psych ward, as if that was the answer. Spoiler alert. She is diagnosed and um, by a specialist doctor who does actually believe her. Um, and she has brain surgery and she recovers and manages to go on and write a book. Now, I know that this might not be the case for everyone because some people with FND do end up in wheelchairs. Some people aren't mobile. Some people are so fatigued, they can't get up or leave their houses. Some are having constant tremors, um, non-epileptic seizures, blood clots, all sorts. And I guess FND, in a way, is an umbrella term for illnesses, a combination of them, that just the doctors don't understand or specialists. Therefore, there isn't really a pathway apart from CBT which doesn't work for everyone. Um, and I also watched Diagnosis on Netflix and the last episode, two people in America have FND. One is a, well, was a dentist and the other lady, she's a writer. And they both, have FND and their lives are turned around but they're told that there's nothing wrong with them or oh, it's psychological or oh, your MRI scan came out fine so you must be fine be happy be positive that doesn't make it okay though and it's just watching how people go through this and you know when you get accused of making things up it's like how can so many people around the world have FND and all be making it up. There is no financial benefit for the, from this or any, um, you know, real reason I can think of for anyone making it up. Like, I don't see what the benefits are because you are in constant pain and it's pain you can't explain to someone. Um, like the other day, I didn't feel any back pain and I felt like crying because I didn't know what it felt like not to have back pain again. But a year on, <laughs> we move. Um, I've also watched things like Ask the Doctor and they talk about gut health. This could be controversial where people think, oh, well, you know, I've tried eliminating certain foods it's not worked and others who swear by it so just a disclaimer I'm not a dietitian 
But I do believe by having decaf and not actual coffee has helped going gluten-free and reducing dairy and refined sugars. And for anyone who knows me personally will know that every Friday and Saturday I spent at um, a desserts place. (laughs) And like I know every single independent coffee shop in um, my city because I just loved coffee from the age of 14. So giving it up was like a big thing for me. But I've managed to not drink any for a couple of months. So yeah, we're getting there. Um, So there are things to watch. There's also a film called Concussion with Will Smith that I haven't seen yet, but it looks like it goes through a rare brain condition as well. And if anyone has watched it, let me know how it is because I can't find it on Netflix. So there's so many things that can be watched and there's a lot of YouTubers who now talk about illnesses and um, another podcast, Spoonies Unite, I think is really good. I think the two ladies are based in America or is it New Zealand? Sorry. But that just really helped me because I just thought I'm genuinely not on my own here. There are other people who understand the medical trauma and they understand what it's like to go through um, chronic illnesses. And I guess I've met up with people from school just recently, accidentally actually, um, and I was comfortable enough now to speak about my condition. And it was like, oh, yeah, I've been through something similar or I understand understand the spoon theory. And it just made me feel so much better. That even though it's sad and I don't enjoy having this illness, but it helps me connect to certain people. And I guess you're more sympathetic and kinder to each other because you can understand the pain that that person's probably gone through. The fact that, you know, you know what it's like to go to A&E and be laughed at or have doctors dismiss you. And this is not an attack on, like, the NHS or the services. I understand they're underfunded. um, And I have a lot of family who work in the NHS. And they do an amazing job, but... When you go through medical trauma and you're told it's psychological, it's all in your head, stop making things up, it does make you feel like, what's the point? And when I started to get new symptoms, I just thought, why bother telling anyone? Um, Because who will listen? And obviously this is not the right attitude. If you are in, you know, pain and even if the doctors are being dismissive do still try and get help and reach out because you you never know what it might be so yeah (laughs) I think these are the things that I wanted to talk about I'm sure as soon as I press stop record (laughs) I'll think oh yeah there's so much more I wanted to say but I wanted to record this podcast yesterday but I had a major flare-up and used all my spoons and dropped by 7pm. So there you have it. So 
hopefully in the next few episodes um i will have some guests on i have at least three lined up fingers crossed and we'll be able to talk about diet um medical trauma and any other things that i can think of in the middle of the night because that's usually when my ideas come for the podcast this was a short podcast um episode uh i wouldn't call it a review maybe just me ranting about two or three things to watch and something to listen to but thank you again for supporting and listening to me um and joining me on this journey